0: Welcome to Behind the Brand. This series is for you if you're interested in taking a deeper look at the appliance brands you're considering and if you want to learn more about the most popular brands and kitchen appliances in general. So we asked industry leaders about their latest advancements and what's next for your kitchens. you also find out about the current supply chain problems and a realistic timetable for ordering appliances. What's really fascinating is the origin story behind some of these brands. There are remarkable tales about entrepreneurs who built grills from sheet metal shops or created cooking products when people are used to cooking over an open flame. So what you're about to watch will show you how to make educated appliance buying decisions and as a bonus, a glimpse of the technological advancements that are on the horizon, as well as how to plan ahead before your next project. Blue Star is known for its world-class professional all-gas cooking products and endless color options. In today's episode, we speak with the CEO of Blue Star, Eliza Sheffield. Eliza fell into her career with Blue Star by chance, as you'll learn in our interview, and has since helped to grow the still family-owned brand. She offers really interesting insight about the future of Blue Star and the future of gas cooking in general. So let's jump in. Eliza Sheffield is the president of Blue Star, a family-owned company celebrating its 140th birthday. They're known for their powerful ranges and buying in an astonishing 1,000 colors. They now have a full suite of refrigeration and ventilation. We'll talk about the future of cooking and how a small family-owned company survives against multinationals like Samsung and LG. Welcome, Eliza. How are you?
1: Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here.
0: Let's start with you. Yale College and a Harvard MBA—that's very impressive, especially the Yale part. <laughs> Thank you. How do you go yes. from the Ivy League to the appliance industry?
1: Um, it's a great question. I mean, like like so many people I meet in the industry, I don't think any most of us didn't intend to end up in the appliance industry. So I'm no exception to that rule, um, but. I had the have had the opportunity in my career to work in a variety of industries: um, financial services, high tech, consumer package goods, and I'm ha- been in appliances for the last ten years, and um, it's it's definitely my favorite industry so far. It's uh, it's really dynamic, really fast paced, uh, lots of very passionate, talented people, and I feel lucky to have ended up here.
0: How'd you how'd you get there? What was the point in time that got you from from Ivy League, and you know, we can go from you know, I, I saw on your LinkedIn, you've got General Mills and Cisco. So how'd you go from um, yeah? How'd you go from say Cisco to, to Blue Star?
1: Yeah, so I went back to business school really to you know, I was in financial services right out of college, but I knew I wanted to get into marketing. I've always been passionate about brands and products, so went back to business school to to kind of transition and. Um, when it went to General Mills right out of business school, and that's just such a great training ground for learning how to build brands, really old school tried and true um you know you learn from learn from the best of the best and then I had the opportunity to move out to San Francisco and worked at a couple of startups, one of which was uh, purchased by Cisco, so that was a fun you know learning experience of being at a small high tech company and then getting purchased by a, you know multinational giant um And then my family and i were relocating back to the east coast and um blue star so the the folks who own blue star are um i went to business school with their son actually my husband was uh roommates with my husband and i are classmates and he's roommates with one of the owner's sons so i do i'd known the family for you know years at that point you know 10 plus years and um, we'd always talked about having the opportunity to work together, and this just presented itself. And so I, I came on to run marketing at, at Blue Star um, 10 years ago, and the rest is history.
0: You're the first person um, we've talked to. This is like, I think, our seventh or eighth interview that, that comes from the marketing field. And it, it begs the mm-hmm. question how do you market a, a company that most of the general public hasn't heard of, even within the yeah. appliance business, say?
1: um I, I it's such a great challenge i mean uh, one of the things i i'm most passionate about is building what i call challenger brands so brands that have excellent products you know that that's really the foundation of of success right is having having products that are you know second to none and really make a difference and products that our customers consumers really care about um And Blue Star, uh, one of the things that attracted me to this opportunity was that I I saw, you probably remember, Steve, back in the day, I mean, there wasn't really a lot of social media, things were very different, right? But when I went online and started doing my research, when I was considering this opportunity, and you remember the garden web, that was kind of the place where people, where you would find out about, you know, what's actually happening with with brands in, in our industry, and it was, I mean, there was always a lot of noise, but what stuck out to me is we, Blue Star had this just really, really loyal following of people who not only, you know, love the product, bought the product, but then come in and, you know, defend, you know, against people who are criticizing the product. And I thought to myself, it'd be a great opportunity to to build this into, you know, a real um Real player in in the premium segment of the market and um, it's it's just it's fun when you're when you're the underdog when you're the challenger brand um, you don't have a script right and and you can you can take you know risk more calculated risk you can do things differently um, and we that's what we that's what we do all day long
0: hmm. You mentioned the family and, and your husband rooming with the uh, son of yeah. Blue Star. Can you give us a can you give us, a, you know, Blue Star has been around since the 19th century. You want to give us a, a brief history of yeah. the company?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, so the, the parent company of Blue Stars, it's called Prizer Painter Stoveworks. And that company was founded in 1880. And they at the time manufactured coal ranges, both for homes and for commercial settings, I mean, whatever that was in in 1880s, um, they also did hot water heaters, um, heating heating stoves, you know, to actually heat heat your, sure. heat your home. And they they set up shop um, in a in a five story brick building in Reading, Pennsylvania, and um, the company, you know, really became really quickly known for high quality craftsmanship and um, you know high quality materials and just building really, really good products. They also, maybe 20 years later, launched a line of um, enameled um, porcelain and ware called prizer that um, we like to collect on on eBay as at, at the company. We have it all you know set up and arranged. So we're very we're very proud of our uh, history. The side I will tell you we have in our in our main showroom in our factory we have one of the original stoves from 1880. That thing is massive. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's really interesting to see how how much things have changed. Um, And then in 2002, um, the company, so again, Prizer Painter Stoveworks, decided to launch their own brand um, that they called Blue Star. So Blue Star is new, but the company dates back to 1880.
0: Yeah, I've seen some of the old ranges, it's kind of fun. Okay, you are elevated to the president of the company for marketing. Without the benefit of nepotism, I'll let that one slide for a little bit. <laughs> what are the biggest challenges of being the president of a family-owned company when you're not part of the family?
1: Yeah, um, as I mentioned, I've had—I'm I'm lucky that I've had the opportunity to work in so many different types of businesses. You know, huge public companies, tiny startups, and sort of everything in between. But this is my first family business. And or working for a family owned business, I should say. And by and large, the challenges are very, very similar to any other business. You know, how do you balance short and long-term priorities? You know, how are you, you know, how are you focused on you know employee growth and development and product innovation and all those things are are very consistent, right? No matter what type of business you work for. But there are some unique things with the with a family-owned business. And I think the most the most unique thing is that. The lines between work and sort of personal are real get get blurred, right? And the the family that owns um, Blue Star is they're just incredibly talented, entrepreneurial, idea driven. I say guys because they're, they're only okay, they're so only they got guys it. working right now in the business. Although they have, I think they've got like twelve. I'm probably gonna get this number wrong more than 12 grandchildren you know up and comers and there's a lot of females in there so I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure that will change um but anyway the you know we're all we live and breathe this business right so there's um, that that that's probably a little bit different than than other types of businesses and for me personally um, since I'm so so passionate and so engaged in the business it works great for me um, but this is definitely not a not, not that any business is today, but it's not a you know nine to six kind of business. It, it's one in which there's um, pretty constant, you know I, I'm not obviously I'm not in the family, but um, we work you know so closely that um, that we're, we're extraordinarily connected. So that's that's definitely different and it's not for everybody, but but I love it and it creates a really nice culture at the company. Um, we, all of us, you know, down to the owner, we, we do, we, we're very focused on, you know, recruiting great people and take a lot of our, our time doing that because of the, the, the company culture that, that we're trying to build. And I think that all comes back to, you know, the, the, the family-owned aspect of, of our yeah, business. Yeah, the
0: great thing about probably working for family-owned business is you can do the right thing, which isn't always financially the right thing, which may be, Better in the in the long run because Absolutely. you know they care more about the brand and the, and the yep. reputation. Whereas if you work for a public company, it's like the shareholders Absolutely. wouldn't like that, so you wouldn't think of doing it. But that's it's interesting point.
1: No, I mean I think things like I mean if you think about you know going you know some of the bigger bets that we've placed as a small company, I mean it's exactly what you're saying is that that they're, they um, the owners are focused on building a long standing, you know, very successful premium appliance company, and they're passionate about it that and they're they're excited to resource it and they're behind us every step of the way. I would say the other the other difference is there is no red tape at at our company, right? So decisions are made very quickly. It's funny when we have new people start, you know, from from larger companies and they want to, you know, do PowerPoints and things like that. And we're like, that's not that's not how we work here. We're we're, we're very fast paced and focus on making decisions quickly and just, you know, getting the work done as efficiently yeah. as
0: possible. You guys think in terms of years, not Months and quarters, and you know, when at the end of the year, what would it, what it came down to?
2: No, I appreciate
0: that. That's a, uh, that's a good point. You know, you're not driven by quarterly profits, more like by enhanced brand reputation over time. Very interesting. Yeah. So we talked about marketing, but how do you position you know, the appliance business? Has got some really tough competition. I mean, you've got
2: Samsung Absolutely. and
0: Decor. You've got LG with SKS. You got higher with Monogram. Obviously, yep. Thermador and BSH really will capitalize sub zero as well. How do you how do you stand out versus um, versus them?
1: Yeah. So I mentioned you know it all comes back to to products. Like, do you have you you need products that actually are are differentiated, right? Or, are are you know do something that the others are, or offer consumers something that that others don't. So at the heart of the Blue Star brand is always fundamentally about performance. So the brand was born in 2002, really with the idea of allowing home cooks to, you know, be able to deliver restaurant quality results at home. Um, And, you know, we weren't the only ones doing that at the time, of course. But if you look at, you know, what what really sets that original product apart, it's that open, um, we call it our open burner, right? So that's Mm -hmm. the it's a star-shaped, um, you know, burner that's literally open, very, very hot, very powerful, very even. And um, that's really been the cornerstone of, of, of the brand. Um, and and we've obviously grown from there, but it's all about offering our customers. Our customers are really looking for that level of performance at home. Sure, they like so, to entertain and all that, but at the end of the day, our folks are just cooks, right? They, they you know, they may not be they may not be iron chefs themselves, but they're they're extremely passionate about, about cooking. So performance, and we, you know, we extend obviously that as we went into refrigeration and ventilation. That was always the most important thing, or one of the most important things. Um, secondly, customization. So we, as far as I'm concerned, we're unmatched in the customization that we offer. So what I mean by customization is our products, we don't make, we don't really have anything made, we we make everything to order, I should say. You know, very little stock. I, I even, can I even I don't wanna, even I before don't wanna, COVID we didn't
0: have a lot of stock. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna stop you there. As far as you're concerned, you can say as far as anybody's concerned, you have nine hundred and ninety-nine more colors than most <laughs> most of your competitors. You can start yeah. there, but
1: go yeah. on. And and our so what what folks love about our products is that they they become really they're really a one of a kind piece, right? And and they can really kind of define the the owner's personality. So you can, you know, you can customize your products with, you know, color, both on the the product face, knobs. We offer the the 10 metal trims, which are extraordinarily popular, you know, outfitting your product with brass or copper or whatever. Um, And then when you come to the top of, you know, the range, we'll just start with that, um, you can you can define you know the power of the burner that you want. You can move a, a griddle to one place or another. You know we've got French tops, which not not many others offer, and right. um, and then finally um, the doors. Customers love to say, okay, should my range have you know a swing door or a drop down door, French doors, and we're able to offer um, our customers that. And so I think that that's really unique to us. And I think finally just we we continue to be a handcrafted product right if, if you know if you come into our factory we actually i was um i was lucky enough to be interviewed by this old house they came in and did a factory tour pretty recently and um so that was fun to kind of show off the the process but they kept saying you know wow this is really a it's a work of art this is a this is a process we, yeah we've got a lot we've got all the you know we've got some high-tech machinery from a metal bending perspective but at the end of the day these are these are products that are made by hand
0: yeah so your your your, your distinction is certainly colors customization and power yeah. I and mean, if i to say three words custom, custom yeah. customization and power now you have a thousand colors. I, I keep going over that. I mean, I didn't even think there were a thousand colors. Even available And I in the should rainbow. have
1: mentioned this custom colors, which is huge for us right now, for whatever reason, I think, you know, during um, during COVID people are just getting that much more creative and um, we're, we're just seeing this huge upsurge in, in custom colors. And basically what that means is people will send us either, I mean, something simple like, Hey, I want to match my Benjamin Moore paint color, but Mm-hmm. The more interesting ones are like I'm going to send you, you know, my uh, grandmother's like you know glass vase that I want that I want mm-hmm. you to to try to match and objects of all of all kinds. We've gotten some pretty crazy ones, so that that's another fun way of of really creating a one of a kind appliance.
0: So with a thousand colors in ten trim yeah. what's the most unique range you've ever sold, in your opinion?
1: Yeah. So one of the things, it's a really hard question to answer because I could talk about this for hours. And I was just at our factory um, yesterday and I saw, (laughs) it's crazy what you actually see on the line. So I'll answer your question in a second. But just to say, I literally saw yesterday, it it was a Chartres green um, custom because we don't, that's not one of our RALs. So it was obviously a custom color with hot pink knobs and mixed metal trims. So what that means is you'll you'll take like a handle and they they had the handle in stainless and the handle ends in brass. So it was just like over the top. Um, it, oh gosh, I mean, when a couple of years ago we did an entire kitchen um, suite that was all purple. Everything was purple, um, bright purple. So it was, you know the stove, the knobs, the wall oven, the hood, the fridge, all purple. So that was pretty unique. Um, we also, one of the coolest ones, and I think you know about this, Steve, we're we're launching this new technology where we're calling it Blue Star by Design, where you can send mm-hmm. us a picture of whatever, you know, your dog, your kid, you know, a painting that you did, um, and we'll put it on, it's called sublimation, we'll put it on your product, on your range or your fridge. Those are the products we can do currently. And so I did see, we're, we're starting to, you know, we're dipping our toe in the water with this, and I saw a really beautiful, it was like this... Um, you know, sort of a rainbow motif. It was actually somebody's painting that they put on their on the front of their range and then they tricked it out with colored knobs and
0: trim and it was really beautiful. So you started Blue Star by design. Now, now is that like a um uh, that's not like black stainless where it's a an oxide coating. Is that baked into no. the actual door?
1: It is. Yeah, it's it's um it's a fancy word sublimation, but they um yeah, we, it's basically, you know, we've we've partnered with somebody who's Um, able to essentially take an image and, you know, transpose it onto the range and in a way that will withstand heat and cleaning and all that. That was part of the process of of figuring this out.
0: I think that's the coolest thing ever. I actually had some made with my daughter's picture on it for a blog post. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing that you could make anything in the front of your range. Of course, when you go to sell your house, they may not like the picture of your (laughs) then five-year-old kid, but Exactly. So let me ask you a question. You got tons of options and tons of trims. How do you keep them all in yeah. stock? I mean, how do you keep all those options and everything on a made-to-order basis in stock in light of today's kind of issues yeah. of supply chain? Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, look, it's been it's been it's been a challenging couple of years. I, I I won't lie. Um, you I'm don't sure have to. I'm sure all of my uh, competitors are in the same boat, but it's uh, it's. It's been, it's been a, it's it's a it's a twenty four hour a day, seven day a week, three hundred sixty five day a year process, right? Of just constantly um, being in in building those relationships with our suppliers wherever they might be in the world, Um, making sure that we're you know we're really up to speed on um, commodity trends and other things that are going to be impacting our market. Um, Really working as a team. I mean, it it really the, the last couple of years have have. You know, reinforce the importance of teamwork. Even for we're a very small, tight team, but we've had to kind of take things to the next level in terms of really working together to make sure that everybody's doing their role. But then we're we're collaborating all the more. Um, but you know, it, it's a it's it's been a challenge. I am saying, I'm I would say I'm incredibly proud of our ability to keep our lead times reasonable. Um, you know, I think it's a little different for us because you know we don't we don't we never did a lot of you know stock. Because um, everything is pretty much made to order, so we've we've been able to keep our lead times closer, probably than than others to to what they were post um, before they came, before COVID. But it's a challenge, that's for sure. When do you when,
0: when do you see it uh, normalizing? Just based this year, two thousand twenty three, two
1: thousand twenty four, maybe. Yeah, I don't think um, definitely not this year. Um, we're not, we're not out of the woods yet. I mean, if you take a look at just, you know, known issues like, you know, electronics, um, freight is obviously a, um, a rising issue, um, (laughs) for us right now. And, um, I, I, look, I, I, I think we see, I think we're hopeful that we'd see some, some relief, um, maybe middle of next year, end of, end of next year, but, um, not, not any sooner, um. It just, we, there was a brief window where things were we're starting to kind of, you know, be a little bit more normalized and then, you know, a bunch of things happened in the world and we we seem like we're, we seem like we're back to a pretty challenging position.
0: I know it's one thing after another, isn't it? You never know that (laughs) it's, it's containers, ports, and then it's, there's no truckers around either. So your dual fuel range is out, is due out soon. and It looks different. What other? Yeah, I saw a picture. Really looks nice. What other innovations yeah. can you share? What's yeah. coming for you? So
1: twenty, yeah. So this year, um, we're we're happy. We're 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 excited to be innovating in you know trying to do this during during the global, global pandemic. So as you said, we're going to be launching our dual fuel range um, in, uh, in the in the summer. I'll say, um, barring any unforeseen delays. Um, but the, the summer say the fall. Give yourself.
0: Hit. No, I told you, yeah,
1: well, hopefully it's the summer. Um, and we're, I mean, look, we, we believe that that is going to change the face of our company and, and hopefully the industry. I don't know if you've seen, I don't know if you've seen the new burner, but basically what we've done is we've taken that star shaped burner and we've made it sealed, um, and what we're giving our consumers is the ability on every single burner to go really really high so in some up to 25,000 BTUs and then mm. every single burner goes down to 600 and it's a constant 600 you know degree simmer which basically means if you put a bar of chocolate on the stove and left it there all day it doesn't move it's it's just it's phenomenal and we're excited about the opportunity to just allow customers to do that on, you know, every single burner, however they want. And um, we've gotten, you know, we've gotten a lot of great feedback on, on that and, and and just the ability to, to extend our customization and, and into the dual fuel market as well. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Um, also in this year, we are bringing customization to counter depth refrigeration. So we have currently a counter depth um, model and we're going to be offering um, color and trim customization on that product line very shortly. We're about to announce that.
0: Not on the pro, but the regular? no, no. We already of. offer
1: that on our built-ins. Yeah, this is just on our That's regular awesome. counter
0: depth. Just on this. the regular one. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yep.
1: Yeah, because again, a lot of you know, a lot of folks don't have you know, don't have the space, or they're not renovating, or you know, don't have the budgets right to, to get into the built-ins or the columns, but yet they want the customization. So. We see we see an interesting opportunity there to really match it with you know a range and a hood and a fridge.
0: I think that's I think that's an I think that's an excellent idea to be able to customize something that doesn't cost twelve thousand yeah. um, dollars. Exactly. That's a good idea.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, ventilation. We are we're coming out with some new styles. Uh, we we've, we've seen that business explode, um, especially on the custom side. So we're going to be offering some new more modern looking styles shortly this year as well. And um, that's so that's really 2022 in a nutshell. Beyond, we've got some things up our sleeves which I'm unfortunately not able to talk about, but we, we see some interesting changes and in, you know shifts in in the cooking market and so we're working on products that will you know meet, meet the changing needs of, of customers.
0: Uh, there are two. One one of the things is uh, smart technology. You know, smart yeah. functionality, I don't think it's quite there yet. There's some interesting features turning on and off and everything else. I think there's some interesting features, yeah. They're beta testing service with LG and and recipe yeah. tie ins and be able to tell your range to make a lasagna the way they want to. I think that's further down the road, but uh, for right now, what is your what is Blue Star's position on smart functionality and appliances?
1: Yeah. We're watching. I mean, obviously, we're watching it very, very carefully. And um, at this point in time, you know, we're not we're not a brand who's ever going to be all things to all people. Right. We're we're not going to be a mass brand. So if you take a look at our if you think about our customers, the options that are currently available in the in the so-called smart world aren't of interest to them. Um, now the service part actually, I think is, is really the most interesting, but in terms of the ability to, you know, remotely turn on your oven and, and things like that. Um, also, and, and even the recipe, um, I think it's, I think it's very interesting for, for our customers when, you know, when, when we do research and, and reach out to them, they're, they're, they're the folks who are pretty confident, right. In, in, in the recipes that they're cooking. So that's, Less relevant. So, I guess I'll answer your question by saying, I think it's a it's a it's a fascinating emerging space. We're watching it carefully, but right now we're just focused on, you know, simple, easy to operate controls that um, give you the best results at home.
0: So, that's that's kind of our position on it. With a back recent backlash against, say, gas, right in California, yeah. now in Brookline yeah. and Cambridge, Massachusetts. I mean, yes. are you um, are you going to put out some larger induction type ranges? Absolutely. Just one of the things you yeah, can't we,
1: share. <laughs> I can't share too much, but look, I Don't it's worry. You know, induction is a induction is going to be a very important part of our industry um, going forward, and obviously, we want to Blue Star wants to be able to offer products in that space, um, and I think there's. The good news is I think there's a lot of opportunities to innovate there. As you said, in terms of larger sizes, um, you know, our customers want bigger ranges or bigger, you know, cooking surfaces, you know, beyond a 36. So we're very interested in larger sizes. And then again, there's, as far as I can tell from a customization perspective, it's very, very limited in induction. we see the opportunity to bring that that experience um, to bear in, in induction as well. But totally agree that it's it's the wave of the future, and um, we will be will be innovating and you know focusing on upping the game from a from a performance perspective as well as you know the size and the customization.
0: No, I, I totally agree. I think you're uniquely positioned to put induction burners, French tops, gas. Maybe only you and Lockar knew that 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 I can see that yeah. can actually get that done in the future. Interesting. So we have talked about some of the innovations. Can you tell us anything more about where you see the either you know the uh, the, the appliance industry headed? Obviously, induction is a trend. Smarts a trend. Anything else you care to yeah. share?
1: Um, again, we see we talked a lot about customization, but I think that with I don't think things are. A lot of things are not going back to the way that they were before the pandemic, um, from what we can see. And I think that the, for all of us, I hope I'm right, um, I think that the interest in, in your home and the interest in your kitchen is, you know, it may, it may, like, you may get temporarily distracted by the fact that you can actually, you know, travel to Hawaii with your family now. But I think ultimately, at the end of the day, people's habits and behaviors have changed and interests. And they, um, by and large, are very focused on on you know having having the best home that they can best home experience that they that they can have, and obviously the kitchen is is the heart of that. So I see we see um, we see that trend being very favorable, you know, for for the appliance industry, and again just. Fueling that interest of of customers in creating really unique experiences in their kitchen, and just you know having there's always going to be some similarities. I mean, for example, like white cabinets never seem to go out of style. Um, stainless steel, I have white cabinets. You know, I know, for a lot of me too. I just I just renovated my kitchen with white cabinets, so I, I'm I'm very boring, I guess. I'm so, um, I'm so- but I did do, of course, I did do custom color for my range in my hood, which looks beautiful. Which
0: which, which one? Did match. you did you order a, 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 one of the thousand or did you customize?
1: No, I did a complete custom color. So I took a Benjamin Moore paint color. It's a blue called Hudson Bay. And I, cause I was going to paint my island that color. Again, everybody's doing that. So I'm talking about people being unique, but maybe I'm less... Uh, Less, less unique, but anyway, did that, and then I had um, Blue Star do, did a color custom match of, of that Benjamin Moore color for us, and we have a beautiful uh, forty-eight inch RMB with brushed metal trim and a matching hood with the strapping, and it's beautiful. And I have our new columns, wow. which we haven't talked about refrigeration at all. But I was lucky enough to be one of the earliest test consumer t- test users of our columns in my house. I've got a thirty and a twenty-four. Um, overlay and I uh, love them, love them, love them.
0: Great products. No, they are great products. Uh, your Refrigeration. We we didn't we didn't we actually didn't discuss that you went into refrigeration. That was one that kind of snuck behind the whole innovation questions. But no problem. Um, I think your refrigeration is nice. To, they were the first one of the first of the all stainless fitted sheets. Been. Yep. very nice. Yep, very nice. I think you guys have done a great job. I mean, certainly customization power. You actually mean something in industry and I, I really appreciate the conversation and thanks for coming aboard today
1: thanks steve it's a pleasure to be here thanks for having me
0: now that you've learned about bluestar and what the future of professional cooking products may look like let's stop over at one of the showrooms to see these products in action we spoke to one of our salespeople to give us a tour with a more in-depth explanation of the appliances mentioned during our interview <music>
2: Here we're standing in front of our 48 inch Platinum Blue Star range in our Dorchester showroom. Blue Star is an American made company in Pennsylvania and one of the things that they're most known for is their open style burners. Those are more similar to what you'd see in a restaurant which really gives you high power and a lot of heat right to the center of the pan. One of the nice things you get with Blue Star also in their Platinum Edition series which you see here is interchangeable grill griddle. So all their ranges will come in the Platinum series with all burners and then you have the ability to remove some of the grates and put a grill or a griddle on any of the burners based on how you use it. That's a nice feature as opposed to having something permanently built in where you don't have that flexibility. In addition to really the power on the ranges, Blue Star is really also known for their customization where you can put really any colors from standard RAL colors to custom colors on certain styles of their ranges. In addition they have new dual fuel ranges that are scheduled to come out later this year with those dual fuel ranges they'll go from the open burner to a more traditional sealed burner system but will still have a different burner shape that's still going to give a lot of really nice power to the center of the burner in addition to ranges bluestar does offer a full suite of appliances you see here is their salamander broiler similar to a restaurant style in addition to wall ovens, cooktops, built-in refrigeration, and freestanding refrigeration. And again, all able to be customized in ranges and refrigeration.
0: Next week, we'll be interviewing Ryan Bloom, owner of Urban Bonfire. Ryan shares the story behind some of the most uniquely designed and durable outside cabinets on the market. Why that's important, especially in colder climates like Boston. Thanks for tuning in as always, if you like what you learned, don't forget to like or subscribe for more information on appliances, home renovation tips and trends. See you next week.